Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, I've got to kick things off, Zach, with a little bit of a public service announcement. I've uh, been in a car dealership earlier today looking at uh, getting a new car, and I have stumbled upon a new car salesperson tactic that I've never seen used before. Uh, Car salesmen don't use tactics. What are you talking about? (laughs) They genuinely want you to get the best deal. (laughs) Yeah, look, and I'm sure every time they go up to their manager's office just to double-check the price, that's actually the conversation. They are, aren't they? (laughs) They, They... Mm. They told me that they were. <laughs> that they were giving me a special price that they gave no one else. Well, You're I, not going to tell me that's not true, are you? I did mention the story last time I, I got a car. The only other time I've got a car from a car dealership before. And the guy said he was heading up to his manager's office to chat about the price to see if they could do it. But I went to the bathroom and walked past the office and they were talking about football in there. So, look, I'm not saying the whole thing's a scam, but there certainly are elements in there. You came across a new one today, though. I did. This is, a, this is genius, this tactic. I, I'm telling you, in my limited experience buying cars and talking to a few people today, this is a brand new one. I might have been the first ever person to be on the end of this sales tactic. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The tech company Apple is trying to stop... Leaked memos, Dom. Mm. How do we know about this? Yep. Through a leaked memo. <laughs> so they put out a memo to their staff saying, hey, guys, we've got to stop all these leaks. The press have to stop knowing about our secrets. Yep. Someone leaked it to the press. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't know what's going on at Apple, but they've had leaks for years. It seems every few weeks we get a, updates about the new iPhone or something from a leak. Well, apparently last year they caught yep. 29 leakers. Oh, now, wow. those are only the people who were caught. Who knows how many went uncaught? 29! In a year. So what's that, like a couple of months? That's ridiculous. I thought maybe they'd have one rat in the organisation. But they caught 29 of them. That's At that stage, you just that's probably the majority of the organisation, almost at the top level. You are right, though, Dom. You do point out that we do see these leaked iPhones all the time, these yep. leaked memos. And I think it's unfair because... Apple seems to have the market not only on phones, no. but also on leaked memos. Like, yeah, when was the last time you heard a leaked memo from Bob Jane T-Mart? Never. You I've never, never heard one. You've never heard that. You just haven't heard that one. I'd love to hear a memo about what they're doing with their ties at the moment. So on 131060, yep. we want to even the playing field. That's it. Would you like to leak something from your work? Any information that you'd like to leak from, from the place no, you work. We d- you don't need to give away where you work. And you can stay anonymous as And it well. can also be the smallest leak in the world. Yeah. We don't discriminate <laughs> no. against any type of leak. We, we just want to open up the, the, the leak playing field for other businesses. I've actually got some leak sound effects for this, Zach, if, you, if you want. So uh, we could use this one. That's so, about a medium-sized leak, I would imagine. Okay. Or I've also got gas leak. Got water leak or gas leak for this one? What do you reckon? Okay. Either, I'm happy with either. Great. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. what do you want to leak from your workplace? I want to go first here, Zach. Uh, I worked when I was younger at a supermarket um, straight out of high school. Very briefly. Um, I lasted three weeks in that particular job. It was a big three weeks for you. It was a big three weeks. A seminal three weeks. In those three weeks, uh, the person who trained me up, let's call her Deb. Um, that was actually her name. I've just remembered. Deb, uh, Deb told me that the way to get one back on the organization was to, when you went on your break, as you walked out to the break room, just take groceries, <laughs> steal groceries, basically, and enjoy them as a snack. That's a leak, Tom. That's a leak. It, most of the time it was just flavored milk, but there was the occasional incident where Deb did take about $50 worth of butchered meat. 
And I thought that, I thought that was ambitious. That was crossing step. the line. Wasn't it? <laughs> it was probably getting pretty close. I have a supermarket leak as well. Yeah. Uh, when I was fourteen, mm. I worked in a supermarket, and you know, each year how you do stock take, so yes. you got to count everything in the store. Yeah. Um, we were just estimating. <laughs> But there was no way that those numbers were correct. I would just look at the shelf and go, yeah, there's about 40 there. Oh, that's another leak. 131060. If you have anything to leak from your workplace, maybe an employee doing something they shouldn't, uh, a special item or often, uh, offer that people don't seem to know about, give us a call. I have just realized that might be why Bilo went out of business. <laughs> because we weren't accurate with our stock take counting. <laughs> what info do you want to leak from your work? We have Melissa in Melbourne. Melissa, what's your leak? Hi, guys. Um, I left my job at a um, big Australian retailer in January, and there is a company leak that you still get your company discount, which is 50%, um, even after you've quit. So mm. I just received my discount until um, September this year. Wow. That's a good leak. It's a little bit like people leaving university and trying to get their <laughs> student card for as long as possible. <laughs> so, Melissa, how, how many months, was that six or nine months of extra use of that discount do you get? Um, I think it's about oh, eight months. Eight months. That's pretty good. And That's we commend you, good. Melissa, because there is a risk that the retailer will hear it tonight and try to stop that leak. <laughs> but if you're going to be a leaker, you've got to be brave. James, uh, on, in Canberra on 131060, what do you want to leak, James? Hey there. Um, so I used to work a few years back at a smoked meat factory. It was a bit of a gourmet smoked meat factory. Mm. Uh, so we did definitely Christmas hams. And around the Christmas time, there's no way we could keep up with demand or anything like that. Yep. So what we actually did was just buy hams from the same places where Coles and Woolworths buy theirs from, already smoked, and we just slap our label on it and sell it off. Oh, oh. James, that is a juicy leak, just wow. as juicy as a leg of ham. Can I ask, James, what, what sort of markup were you putting on that? How many dollars are we talking? So from Woolworths and stuff, you can buy a ham for like $40. That's a pretty decent ham. Yep. The exact same ham, you're paying 80 to 100 <laughs> That's a legitimate leak. That's a real leak. That that puts Apple to shame, that Do you one. have a sound effect over there that's like uh, <laughs> a damn wall coming down? <laughs> uh, we have Tiana calling from a mystery location. This is when we're getting in real leak territory, Zach, when we have an unknown location. What's your leak, Tiana? Hi. So my leak is that I have hidden clothes long enough that my boss has thought that I've actually brought them, but whereas I've just tried them on and... Yeah, I have just ended up just taking them home. Okay, hang on. Okay. You're going to have to talk us through your tactic <laughs> here a little bit. What do you do? Okay, okay so um, I used to work at a retail store, right? So yeah. um, when come closing time, um, like we'd have to take everything out of the change rooms. And if we liked it good enough, or mm. if I liked it good enough, that I would put it aside to um, purchase later on. But then months would go by and I'd forget that the clothes were sitting there. Yep. And my boss would come out and she'd be like, oh, have you bought these clothes? And I'd be like, yeah, I have. Oh, okay. So then in reality, like, they've just been sitting there long enough that everyone thought that I bought them. And, yeah. That's that's the classic thing of what you do when you, someone lends you something that you want to keep. Yep. It just after three months, they're like, was that initially mine? Or did you, have you always had that? Tiana's just doing that on a corporate scale. <laughs> No, no, I'm pretty sure you never gave me that DVD. Uh, Alana in Queensland on 131060. What what do you want to leak, Alana? 
Hi, I used to work for a um, major retail retailer, and um, when we used to be on the floor, when customers would come in and ask for um, like big ticket items, like our Dyson vacuums and stuff, if we had any extra stock out the back, mm. um, and the same with clothes and prams and stuff, we'd go out for about like five minutes and have a chat about our weekend and go back out and tell them that no, we didn't have any stock. <laughs> I had been suspicious. Anything in the warehouse? <laughs> I have been suspicious of this for years. I'm like, you're not checking. You're not looking when you you're go not out there. Looking. That's why. <laughs> You know, like the door they go through? Yes. It's never transparent. <laughs> no, and no. And that's why, because they're just on the other side of the door <laughs> hanging out. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Every day, Dom, mm. there is a new international this day, a national that day. Oh, it's awful. They're so ridiculous. I was wondering, if I read you three, would you be able to determine which was mm. real, yep. which was fake? This game is called Day or Nay. Okay. Our first one, Dom. You have to say day or nay. Is this, uh, are these today or just days of the year? Today. Today. Wow, okay. So was this a day today or not? Yes. Amateur radio day. (laughs) I know we celebrate this. Monday to Thursday, you know, every week. Uh, I used to know somebody, Zach, who left their Christmas trip all year round, and they say, in our place, it's Christmas every day. It's Amateur Radio Day. Everyday collective nouns on the air. I mean, that feels far too fortuitous that on a night where we've had to make... New- well, we've made numerous mistakes on the show tonight that this would be particularly amateur radio day. I'm oh, we're say- just celebrating. I'm going to say that that's nay. No, that one's true. What? Today is amateur radio day. I think it's American. I think it's more to do with, like, ham radios. Oh, wow. If I'd known if that was today, we would have done more about it. Although, you know what? Maybe, actually, the past two hours has been a perfect representation of that. Our next day, is this real or not in day or nay? Mm. Banana day. Not to be confused with banana lover's day. Two separate days. Today is banana day, though. (laughs) I just don't, I, I mean, I can Would you like to know what Banana Day is? Yeah, tell me what Banana Day is. A celebration of bananas. Right, yeah, great. Where you eat bananas and you I can don't... even dress up as a banana. Do bananas really need a day? That's, I mean, I guess you could say that about a lot of this stuff. But bananas are around. Day or nay? I'm going to say that's nay. That's also a day. What? Today. Unbelievable. Our last one, Dom. Yeah. Pet Owners Independence Day. Okay, well, so, so far today, I already know. It's Banana Day, yep. and it's Amateur Radio Day. Pet Owners Independence Day, do you want to know what that is? Uh, well, I know Independence Day in America uh, celebrates America's independence. That's July 4th. They have big celebrations. I haven't heard of Pet Owners Independence Day. Pet Owners Independence Day is where you swap roles with your pet for the day, and they go to work for you, and you stay home because they don't usually go to work. So there's one day of the year where the ledger is squared, and your dog or the cat goes to work for you, you stay home. Just lounge in the sun. <laughs> Pet Owners Independence okay. Day. If that's an actual day. Day or nay. If that is an actual day. And that hasn't come to my attention or <laughs> the attention of FM radio so far. Yeah. Drastic mistakes and oversights have been made. That is too ripe for the picking to actually exist. I'm going to say that that's nay. You've got zero from three. That's an actual what? day. Celebrated today. And what? you missed the opportunity to have your dog Bobby push the buttons. <laughs> Well, you kick back and <laughs> vomit on the carpet. Whatever Bobby does at home, I don't know. Well, happy, what was it? Pet Owners Independence Day. Everybody out there, hope you're enjoying it.
It's Collective Noun late nights. We'll with continue Zach and Dom. celebrating Amateur Radio Day. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, just a bit of a warning to everybody listening. I think I've encountered a brand new car sales tactic today that uh, car sales people are using. Somebody tried to use it on me in a car dealership, and I just need to put it out there to the world so we all are aware that this is happening. This is good, Dom. You're like a magnet. Yep. For sales tactics. <laughs> they stick to you. And what you're able to do is pick them off yourself and share them with the rest of the world so we can watch out. Mm. I, I do seem to fall to salespeople often. Uh, I'll, I'll fill you in on this story. And you, I mean, I know that you not too long ago bought a car from a dealership, so you might know this one. I'll see how, how I go with it. So I am looking for a car, a new car right now, but I, I was not ready to buy today. I just went into browse, yeah. but very quickly as they happened to do, they had me sitting down at, you know, one of those, oh, no. those meeting tables that have Mentos in a bowl. Yeah. I was sitting at one of those tables pretty yeah, quickly. Because nothing will put you over the line of making a big <laughs> financial decision like free Mentos. Oh, I was going to town on the Mentos. Oh, and, uh, unfortunately, the, the individual wrapped ones, mostly orange ones coming out, which is a real shame, but I, th- I had a good f- handful of Mentos. <laughs> But they're, so you, they're talking about their deals, and you're like, oh, yeah, got, got any more? A mouthful of Mentos, saliva dribbling down your face. Yeah, I'm not going to waste an opportunity. Um, but, but so the, the salesperson, he keeps asking me, you know, trying to talk me into buying today. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in buying today, I'm just looking. And then he starts making offers on the car I was looking at. So the first offer, Zach, he said, well, look, if you change your mind and you're happy to buy today and commit to buying today... I'll give you uh, window tinting and paint protection for free. That's often their first card, isn't it? Did you see that one? Did you come across that one? Uh, no. You didn't see the paint protection? Uh, no. Well, they do, you know, what sort of extras do you want included yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I said I'm not interested. And he says, all right, I'll go chat to my manager. Does the wander up to the manager, wanders back down. We can give you $1,000 off the car and all those extras. Mm. And I mean, I'm still, I'm not, I, I'm not wanting to buy a car today. So I said, you know what? I, I appreciate your offer. And by the way, I should mention every time he goes to the manager, I am getting more Mentos. <laughs> what they're talking about in the meeting is, geez, that guy can burn through that Mentos. <laughs> I was, I'll be completely honest. I was putting some in my pockets for later. <laughs> You'll show them. <laughs> They'll rip you off on a car. But you've got a pocket full of Mentos. So who's the real winner? Well, exactly. That's what I reckon. So, uh, yeah. So they've now offered a thousand dollars off and all those extras. I still say no, not interested. Pops up to the manager's office one more time. I take some more Mentos. <laughs> he comes back down and he says, this is absolutely the best we can do. This is when they put the final offer on the table. Yep. And he's like, $2,500 off, all the extras included, if you are happy to agree to it right now. And I said, I'm sorry, I've made this very clear. I'm here to look at a car and eat Mentos. Mm. I'm not interested in buying today. I can't afford, I don't have the money right now. I can't buy the car. So at this stage, this is where the new tactic comes out. And I'm going to play this at you. And I want, I want you to tell me how you would have reacted. Once he realizes I'm genuinely not buying this car, he takes a deep breath in and goes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that must be bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Well, he, he, he just starts being honest. Uh, it's yeah. been a rough month. My numbers are down. This is, so he says, we haven't had a sale in the past few days. We could really use one at the moment. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, I nearly bought the car. <laughs> you would have too. <laughs> You're very susceptible to that kind of thing. Oh, emotional. Forget all your sales tactics of trying to win me over with a bargain. Yeah. Emotional manipulation is the way to my heart. If you do that and give me Mentos, you're getting a sale. <laughs> it's that simple. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns out of context news. Making out of context news tonight, Oprah spoke about the first time she drove past the golden arches of McDonald's. What is that? 
It's not just a logo. It's just not. It's not just an idea. And I welled up. I started to cry. Also, Manu from MKR has become a postie. I love the job. It's a fantastic job. You know, you travel around the country, meet a few people. You know, and uh, it's, it's a great job. And Donald Trump doesn't like Kelly Rowland on The Voice. Remember with the stupid plastic button that made us all look like a bunch of jerks? Here, take a look. What the hell is she doing with that cheap plastic button? Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. The happiest place on the internet. And it is so easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun on there. Give your five-star rating is your admission price in. And then, Zach, the park is your oyster. Write whatever you want in the review, and we will read it out here in the forum. Do you like oysters? Never had one. Never okay. had an oyster. I can't imagine I would, though. No, I can't imagine you would they're either. Like, they're kind of, a, uh, kind of like a mucusy texture, aren't they? An oyster? I haven't had one. You've never had an oyster either? No. Well, I, all my knowledge of oysters entirely comes from on uh, the latest series of Married at First Sight. On their honeymoon, Sarah and Telv had oysters. And they had a few close-up shots of the oysters. And i got to say, it didn't tempt me in. Uh, so someone who's not into them and mm. then also a vegetarian, maybe... Yep. The world is your oyster isn't the best expression to use <laughs> for the collective noun forum. Well, it's a shame, really, that the SFRRS hasn't sat this week. Huh? Because... Well, put, put that down. <laughs> Because the world's your oyster, I think, is is ripe for a bit of an update. So, I reckon that's on the agenda. <laughs> you I'll pass that. on the message to him. When you're next at the RSL for the SFRS meeting, pass that one on, because I reckon we need an update. Who do we have frolicking today? Uh, firstly, we've got Mac Wombat in the Collective Down Forum. Welcome in, Mac. Uh, their first comment is that the park is looking much greener since their last visit. Zach, have you started a gardening club in the forum? I have, thank you. And being a wombat, I notice that... <laughs> You probably are more aware of these things, but mm. we've done a bit of fertilizing. Yep. Um, and it's really brought out some greenery. You have asked me if I want to join the gardening club. I have so far refused. Yep. I think that's your hobby. I, I think it's really important that you and I have different interests. Also, I'm afraid that you'll kill the plants. Well, I don't think that's Well, fair. your track record doesn't speak well. <laughs> yep. You did have an indoor plant for three days. Was it three days? Uh, something like that, yeah. It died. It's going quite well at my house, by the way. Oh, you Lots took, of new growth. That's right. You took custody of my plant. You won't let me visit it, though. I no. asked if I could come over the other day. It's just easier for the plant that way. <laughs> just make a clean break like you did to it <laughs> when you knocked it over, splitting it in two. Uh, but no, look, it, it is lovely. I think the, the groundworks you're doing at the, the forum. And I will just say, mm. uh, some people might think that you know, having this amazing theme park might go to your head that you might just sit in your office and let other people do the small work. No. But I see you out there every morning tending to the plants and, you know, it's putting... my favorite job. Is it your favorite job? Yep. Wow. Keeps being grounded. Yeah. Right. So uh, what, what would you say is your favorite part of the forum's garden at the moment? Um, well, it would be the row of coffee plants that we have. We're mm. bringing out a line of our own coffee. Yep. Yep. We're going to grind it. Mm roasted ourselves. Yeah. We're always looking to diversify our income streams. Absolutely. And we'd like to make well, our own coffee. It'd be nice if we could have an income stream. That's yeah. that's priority one at the moment, finding an income stream. Well, also with the amount of money we had to pay for these plants, <laughs> we are really uh, behind the eight ball and it could be a couple of years until they produce berries. So <laughs> it's a long game. Uh, before we move on from this one, actually, Thoughts just hit me, and I want to run this by the gardening club at the forum. Hit me up. Could we have a hedge maze? Could mm. you organise that? I'm not into the novelties. What do you mean? 
Um, if it was a hedge of edible plants, maybe. Okay. But then you'd just eat your way out. (laughs) So that's probably why they don't do that. Here's a question for you. You stuck in a a maze of tomatoes. Yep. Do you Mm. eat your way out? Because I know you don't like vegetables, but I also know that you wouldn't like being stuck in a maze. Well, when I was in, uh, just out of Wanaka in New Zealand last year on a holiday, I went to, you and I have both shared our love of this place of Puzzle World. Um, Puzzle World, which is famous in Monica for having a wooden maze out the back, mm. which I got severely lost in. It's mm. fair to say. Have you, you, did you do the, yeah, the wooden maze? It. Yeah. So there's like four corners of the maze. You meant to try to get to all four. Um, my mum got to all four before I made it to one, which was a little bit humiliating. But it that takes a long time to get all four. Are you yeah. sure she wasn't lying? Because <laughs> I can't imagine um, that you guys took a 90 minute detour to that. No, we, we spent most of the day at Puzzle World, actually. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Okay. I don't want to be dismissive of Puzzle World, but when you look at Disney World and you say you've got to spend a week there, Puzzle World is not like that. A brief stop off from the highway. Sure. Look, if anybody's planning a New Zealand South Island trip, go to Wanaka, go to Puzzle World and make sure you go through the maze. I actually did Instagram live uh, while I was going through the maze trying to get help and, uh, a big mention to anyone who was commenting on that feed, because that was a fun way to get through the half hour. But I got very anxious lost in that maze. Yeah. It was really hard to find a way out. So, so if you had the option, you're yeah. stuck in the middle, and someone said, if you eat yes. 25 cherry tomatoes, yeah. we'll let you out. Would you do that? Absolutely. I, I don't mind a cherry tomato. I can convince myself it's some sort of Okay, wallet. how about if it was spinach? Spinach, we're getting to the unlikely <laughs> category. I'd probably die. What's your least favorite vegetable? Broccoli. <gasps> No, I don't mind a, a good steamed broccoli. Uh, I don't. No, it's not it. steamed; it's raw. Uh, yeah, you're getting close. No, I would say if it was pawpaw, is that a fruit or a vegetable? Fruit. Fruit. Okay, I don't like pawpaw. If, you, if I had to eat pawpaw to get out, I'd be in trouble. You're honestly confusing pawpaw for a vegetable. I don't know. How often do you come across pawpaw? Well, pretty often if you have a pawpaw tree. <laughs> do you have a pawpaw tree? I did when I was a kid. <laughs> right. Well, I don't. I, I all I remember about pawpaw is that when I was at kindergarten, hmm. somebody brought it in for morning tea once. And I threw yeah, it at them. It stinks. The th- texture's not great. It's the oyster of the fruit world. <laughs> it really is. I threw it at them and I said, you, this uh, is, this is The world is your pawpaw. <laughs> that, that's what it should be. <laughs> it's not bad. No, but I remember throwing it at this kid in kindergarten and saying, of all the things you and your mum could have brought in for morning tea, oh, you geez. chose the stingy fruit. You had all the kids <laughs> in fear about how Dom Faye would react to the bring a plate morning tea. I'm just saying. You, and what were you expecting? What would you well, hope for? Obviously chocolate. No. Well, so my mum, I remember that particular morning, I'd brought in cupcakes that yeah. mum had baked. Did right? any of the other kids get any of the cupcakes? Yes, they did get, because oh, they made us share, unfortunately, right? <laughs> so, but this is my point. The yeah. amount, of, like I, what I was bringing to this morning tea was cupcakes. Mm. Everyone loved me. Everyone gets a cupcake. This kid, I don't want a slice of your pawpaw. Get out of here. Did you honestly throw it at him? I did. I got in trouble. The teacher had to pull me aside. I was very... (laughs) There's not much that gets you riled up. No. (laughs) Someone tries to bring a pawpaw to a morning tea and you will see Dom's wrath. Uh, And lastly, Zach McWombat has uh, also said that apparently in New South Wales, pen licenses, which we were discussing recently, are awarded in year four when students have mastered the art of cursive handwriting. So, do you know, I I was seeing this recently because you and I don't know how many people had pen licenses as part of their upbringing. When you talked about that on the show, we did wonder, did did the whole country do this? Or were there people who've never heard of pen licenses? Yeah finding out for the first time. I do miss cursive writing. Well, see, remember when you were about that age, it was a big stress in your life, wasn't it? Completely. I wish an adult told me, you know what? You don't actually do that much writing. (laughs) 
And you can print if you want to. Well, maybe no that... one's going to pull you up on it. In fact, most people would like it if you print because most... it's much easier to read. Very few people cursive write. In, it's similar with long division. Very few people do it. What we should do is do a WikiLeaks for school students, right, where like adults kind of leak the information in and say you don't need cursive yeah, writing. that's good. Because that's what we need. Because I figure like my parents write in like old school cursive. Do they? And when they write like a birthday card. Yeah. I find it very difficult to figure out what they're saying. A lot of the time I just look at them and I say, thanks, guys. That was really thoughtful. No idea. No idea what they no, said. Well, and I don't think most of the world uses cursive. I, I, did, I wonder if they still teach cursive. I hope they don't. I hope they've moved on from that. Teach code or something now. Yeah. Something more important. Typing. Typing. Do you, do you reckon they do that? Do you, do yeah. you think they're giving year fours phones? And you've got to bring it up in front of you and like tap as hard as you can, like with your thumbs. See, I thought you were talking about the Mavis Beacon typing test. Did you do that? Mm -hmm, No. (laughs) That was to see how many words per minute you could type? We didn't have Mavis at our school. (laughs) It was like a a program that ran on like Windows 99 or something like that, Mavis Beacon's typing test. I was best in the class for it. Were you? Yeah. I could do a lot of words per minute. Yep. I think like 70 words a minute or something. I can't remember entirely, but that sounds too much. It probably wasn't that many at that age, but it was pretty good either way. I got a certificate that came from the the software itself. You could print it off. <laughs> so I got And the- that's still the only thing on his <laughs> on his bedroom wall. It's still sitting there with pride. Some that people, and his pen license. Some people have sports trophies or music yep. trophies. For me it's the Mavis Beacon typing test and my pen license. <laughs> Uh, that is all we've got time for on the forum today. If you do want to be a part of it, we'd love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Down on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Slogan's Heroes. We are putting advertising to the test to see how quickly we can recall the slogans Mm. to well-known brands. We have three envelopes in front of us, each with a brand name on them. The slogan inside, we have 30 seconds to come to a conclusion on each. Oh, I still haven't got one of these, the Zach, so hopefully no. tonight's the night. What's our first brand? Our first brand. Yep. Hot Wheels. <sighs> as in like Hot Wheels cars, I imagine. You're a Hot Wheels kid? No. You never got into Hot Wheels as a kid? No, did you? Absolutely I got into Hot Wheels. Well, you should know this then. Uh, I should do, but as a kid, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the slogans. Yep. Um, I reckon I would have said as a kid, that Hot Wheels were, were only for the cool kids. Only for the cool I kids. I reckon yeah, we're happy to lock that one in. <laughs> I mean, you're the Hot well, Wheels guy. Yeah. Obviously, you're a cool kid as a kid. <laughs> Let's absolutely. open it up. <laughs> what, have, what have we got? Go with the winner. Okay. Well, kind of in similar. saying that, in saying kind that, of similar. Go with the winner. And I, I would like to think of myself in my school-aged years as the winner. And um, unfortunately not since school, but certainly back then I, I would have been one of the winners. You need more Hot Wheels. Yeah. Uh, next brand we have, Zach, is Pepsi. Now, jeez. Oh, well, I know Coke's is Open Happiness. Yeah. Or something similar to that. I know Pepsi and Coke are very similar. Could it be Open Gladness? It could be that. Uh, or, or depending on your preference for Pepsi or Coke, could it be Open a little more or a little less happiness? Because I do know, <laughs> I, I, everyone seems to fall on one are side. Are you a Pepsi or Coke man? I'm a Pepsi man. Personally. Are you? Okay. Yes. Again, so, you're, you should know this. <laughs> I should know this. <sighs> I feel like it might be something like um, the preferred cola. Something like that, maybe? You know what? Is that ringing any bells to you? No, I remember no. Let Your Taste Decide, but that was about 15 years ago. I'm sure they've changed it since then. <laughs> Let's have a look. Uh... Pepsi is 
delicious, refreshing Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess I do feel like, if I'm honest, they've just popped the, th the thesaurus out and found two words that kind of match each other and then just put Pepsi at the end of it. But anyway. So far, advertising not so good. Cannot no. recall the slogans. <laughs> Our third one yep, is on. NASA. Okay. As in the space organization. I reckon NASA might be... Well, we went to the moon once. How sure. about we... Yes, we did actually go to the moon. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. How about... Or, yeah, I was thinking, you know that saying, well, they can put a man on the moon, but they can't do that? Yeah. Something along those lines might work into it. Oh, how about uh, yeah. NASA mm. out of this world? Oh, if it is not out of this world. <laughs> or, 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 or sure. how about NASA? Mm. It is rocket science. That's it. That has to be it. It is rocket science. This is genius. Here we go. What do we got for NASA? NASA's slogan. Yep. <laughs> for the benefit of all. Of course it is. That's awful. They have to do something in case they run into aliens. <laughs> and aliens look at their badge. It can't be anything punny. It has to be serious. We get it, NASA. Right. Across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, just about to make a bit of a hefty purchase, Zach. I um, uh, just want to run it by you for your advice before I run uh, make go ahead and purchase it because you might you might think it's not a good decision. Five hundred and fifty dollars on a sleep robot called Somnox. That's what I'm thinking of buying. A sleep robot. Sleep. You haven't heard of sleep robots before. I haven't heard of sleep robots, and having mm. a robot in the bedroom sounds like something that would make you. Not sleep. Uh, kind of terrifying. <laughs> no, this I, I'll be honest. Uh, 12 hours ago, I was with you. I hadn't heard of sleep robots. Um, Tell me about sleep robots. Totally on board now, though, <laughs> with this new technology. Sleep robots, basically, uh, uh, it's pillow-sized. It's something that you spoon as you're going to sleep, and the robot mirrors the breathing patterns of another human. So chest goes in and out, so you, it feels like you're spooning another human. Yeah. It produces warmth like another human. And uh, in the morning, instead of an alarm to wake you up, it like starts making human noises of like stretching and groaning and waking up in the morning. So you get woken up gently by what feels like a partner rather than by the beeping of an alarm clock. $550 for Somnox. Okay. Um, well, you're, think you're thinking of this purchase because you feel like it well, will keep you company at night? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 look, let's not get too real, Zach, but after this show... <laughs> Oh, really? Because I feel like that uh, well, we're circling around the drain of realness. No, let, let, let's go there. Let's go there then. No, old but it's, it's nearly midnight on a Wednesday night. I know that, you know, you you go back to your house where your wife is. Our producer Michael, I mean, his girlfriend's away at the moment, but he, he lives with his girlfriend. And I go back to, to my bed by my lonesome, Zach. And uh, But you don't well, have to be because the sleep robot could be there <laughs> yeah, waiting... I, for you <laughs> to keep you warm, to wake you up in the morning. That's it. And all it's going to cost you is 550 bucks. That's it. I could spoon Somnox to sleep every night and I would have just as much of the happiness and companionship that I'm sure you and our producer Michael have. Okay, he, this is what I'm going to run through. What happens yep. if mm. the sleep robot, like yep. in Terminator, mm. becomes self-aware? <laughs> you don't want a Terminator in the bedroom. Or even That's worse, true. instead of mm. rising up, against the humans and killing them all. Yep. What happens if, well, when it becomes self-aware, yep. it leaves you for another human. <laughs> it goes, you know what, I think I can do better. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, the first ever person to be dumped by their robot. <laughs> but you know what, that seems like exactly what would happen to me. Your robot would be at the door. You've changed, Dom. <laughs> You're not the guy I fell in love with.
Uh, that is all we've got time for tonight. I might not make that purchase then. I'll, I'll put it under advisement. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.